Hello again, and welcome to the Victory Bible Podcast. Uh, This is Pastor John Pittman of the Victory Bible Baptist Church in Tobaccoville, North Carolina. We're glad you've decided to tune in and listen with us today. I pray that it'll be a blessing and a help to you today, an encouragement to you today. And uh, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. That's good. Amen. I love to watch people worship. Listen about David. David was worshiping, danced before the Lord. You say, explain that. I don't need to. God already said it happened. What else do you want me to tell you? He said, what does all that mean? I don't know. You do it in the Holy Ghost, it'll be okay. How about that? Amen. I don't believe it's a two-step boogie or nothing like that. I believe it's following the Holy Ghost and God leads. Amen. Amen. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I saw a man flat. I saw an 80-year-old man one night. Flat foot down the middle aisle in Kernersville with his hands raised, worshiping God. Magnified. Had no idea what world he is even in. That man's having a time of his life. Amen. I can say that to say this. Hey, listen, we need to let people alone and worship. Go ahead and worship. If they work, if they do it in a false tongue, I'm not I'm gonna say something about it. But listen, if they're just worshiping God. I, I ain't stopping it. I said, I ain't stopping it. I ain't doing it. Ain't happening, friend. It's not going to happen. I don't think you're saying lears behold you, but if they would, and you hung from it swinging like a monkey, I ain't going to say a word. If the Holy Ghost is in, I ain't saying nothing, friend. Because one, if you do that, I promise you the Holy Ghost must be in it, because it'll fail. <laughs> Man, I say all that and say this worship. Man, worship is needed. Can I tell you one thing I watch all over this country? Every time I go anywhere and preach something like that, boy, I love I love to go to places that worship. But can I tell you there's places I go to dead as a hammer. Yeah, that's right. Now, listen, can I tell you this though? I love going though still just because I love doing what God called me to do. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a church one time and the preacher gave me a disclaimer before I preached. I've never had a disclaimer. But I had a disclaimer. He said, what kind of disclaimer? Said, well, the guy he got me up there to preach Sunday school. He said, now listen, right before John comes, I don't want y'all to have a heart attack. Just, just, it's okay. Just want you to know everything's all right. This is just how he is. Okay? So don't, don't nobody go to get nervous. It's okay. Just this is how he is. This is how they do it. It's how he does it. You just scared by this calm man. Everything's all right. And boy, I got up there and preached to people. What in the world? <laughs> but by 11 o'clock service, no lie. By 11 o'clock service, that whole crowd, there's five of them sitting there saying amen while I was preaching. You say, why? Because there's some people that still love old time religion. Amen. Not because I like I preach anything good. I'm just telling you, hey, some people still like preach. They still like preaching. Period. Even if it's a sorry preacher like me, they still like preaching. That's how I have to say this. Even if you got to have a disclaimer put on you, just go ahead and worship anyway. Amen. If you got to have a disclaimer put on, just just go ahead and put it on you. Amen. Just let it rip. Disclaimer. Put it on there, friend. That's fine on me. Might as well let them know what I am before I get there. Might as well let them know. Amen. 
Amen. Listen to this. Not only a pleased crowd, you say, I'm humble, but I don't like worship then. You ain't humble. You say, I don't like to watch other people worship. I'm sorry, but you just say humble. You say, I don't like what you say. That's what the Bible said. Hey, I don't think anybody here is like that, but I'm telling you, there's some people who would get mad about that. But I'm telling you, if you don't like to watch other people worship, you ain't humble. That's what the Bible says. Listen to this, a pleased crowd of praise collectively. Praise collectively. Verse number three. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. Yeah. Black word magnify means to bring something that's far away uh, near. Yeah. I can bring that door real close. Yeah. I can see every, block, every, every rectangle. I can see the squares up top. I can see the lock at the bottom. Yeah. I can bring what's far close. Yeah. But I tell you what worship does tonight. Worship will bring, will bring a God that's real far away, real close. Yeah. He said, Brother John, what's it do when we go to magnifying the Lord? He goes to bring a far distance off God, real close. He said, what's the benefit about that? Well, we got a sinner sitting in service with us. And you brought the good God of glory real close. Yeah. Then they're going to see that great God. Yeah. Amen. 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 Yes. Thank you, Lord. Not only does it bring something far away real close, but it makes something bigger. Yeah. Well, I can read that coat back there. There's a coat hanging, and I can read it. I can. I do it. See, I think it's in Atlanta or Atlantic Beach or something like that. But anyway, it says something back there. I'm having boomies. I'm calling all right. Listen, I can see something far off, but it makes something a lot bigger. It looks small from right here, but through these binoculars, it looks big. Yeah. Boy, what I want to see through these binoculars, Brother John, is not Bambi, no. but Bambi's Papa. <laughs> Amen. And his great grandpa. Amen. Yeah. And I want to kill him. Yeah. You say, listen, if you're watching you, and you like Bambi, and you like grandpas, and you like all the animals, I'm sorry. I want to kill one of them. All right? Amen. You say, I'm Peter. Well, tell Peter to leave me alone. I'm going to kill one of them. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to eat. Praise the Lord. Hey. But that, I look at the binoculars, that brings that deer that's far away up real close. It makes the deer that's small looking to me, just physically, makes it look great big. Listen, people got this view of God where he's tiny. He's in a little bitty box and can't do a thing to help nobody. What me and you need to do is get back to magnifying yeah, yeah, the Lord. Yeah. If me and you magnify God, we magnify the Lord. Yeah. They think how great, big, wonderful, amazing this God we have really is. Yeah. Listen, me and you ought to be having magnified and glorified God. Yeah. That's Cyrus yeah. we come here. That we all leave. Saying God great me. It also takes something at a great distance and makes it clear. Well, I tell you, I've I seen God sometimes, but I've seen Him real, real fuzzy. But when I look through that, that magnifying glass of worship, boy, I just go to magnifying and glorifying. Say, how do you get Bible for that? Well, don't that Bible say to enter into His presence with thanksgiving? You say, how do I get in the presence of God? Thanksgiving. So I want to get in God's presence. Me too. Can I tell you how? Thank you. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. Jesus, I've been praying about that. I've been thanking the Lord for it. Thank God for your tree in your backyard. Thank God for the green grass you got. Thank God for the food in your table. Thank God for the food in your 
refrigerator. Thank God for your blessing you got. And go thank God for everything you got. And God is going to show it up. And instead of seeing him fuzzy, you'll see him clear. You'll see him clear. Amen. Listen to this and all of that, but let me give you the purpose of it. Why, why should I take time out and magnify the Lord for? What's the use in doing it? Why? What reasons have I got to magnify the Lord? I'm, I'm glad you asked me that. I really won't tell you. Listen to what the Bible says. In verse 4, I sought the Lord and He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Can I tell you first of all, some reasons I want to magnify Him. I want to bring a God that's real far away, real close. I want to bring a God that's real far away and fuzzy, real clear. I want to bring that God and make Him great big to everybody I see. Hey, but I'll tell you one reason why. It's because He's personally done so much for me. This is what verse 5 said. Or verse 6. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. But hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, listen, I'm glad he heard me. But I'm glad he didn't just hear me. He saved me. He heard me. But he saved me. Amen. Out of all my troubles. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, Brother John, I want reason of worship. I'm giving you a right Worship Him because He delivered you. He saved you personally. He's done some great things for you personally. Yes, I'm glad He's helped my mama. I'm glad He's helped my father-in-law, my mother-in-law. I'm glad He's helped my daddy. I'm going to tell you, my God has helped me. He's done something for me. Listen, He's a personal God. And if you ever go to worship Him, you worship Him as a personal God. You're going to brag it on Him, magnify Him for what He's done for you personally. Oh, my soul, oh, my soul. Oh, man. We ought to be worshiping Him for the personal stuff He's done in our lives. Oh, man. I wrote down this, not on the personal side of it, but the public side of it. Listen to verse 5. They looked unto Him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. But He said, not only did I get something out of it, but I've watched other people get blessed. I've watched other people get help. I've watched other people be... I've watched Brother John come out of knee surgery. Walking around. Thank you again for tuning in to the Victory Bible Podcast. Hope you'll tune in again. I want to leave you with a verse for the wages of sin is death. That means because of mine and your sin, we are in this flesh and in our first birth doomed to an eternity in hell. But I'm glad the verse does not end at that section, praise God. It ends, it says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And I say that to say this, if you've never been saved, Today would be a great day to ask Jesus to be your Savior. It says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And earlier in Romans 6, 23, we just said it was a gift, a free gift of salvation for anyone who'd come to Jesus. If you're lost, I pray you get saved. If you're saved, I pray you got encouragement and help and a blessing out of this podcast today. Hope you'll tune in again. Hope you invite somebody else to tune in with you. God bless you.